0: In. Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm Tim Davis, your host.
1: And I'm his co-host, Alyssa.
0: Yeah. Let's welcome our guest today, Bob Shackelford. Good morning, Bob. Hey, thanks for having me. Or should it be Robert or Bob? Oh, Bob. No. Okay. Bob, there be my real name. So. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, uh... Bob, you're a super active guy in our community, um, but we kind of want to go back to the beginning and kind of do a flash forward, like what was life like, where'd you grow up, that type of stuff.
1: Well, I guess first, actually, let's ask, who are you? For people who maybe don't oh, know who you go. are, give yeah, us a good quick look. glimpse. a few clips. maybe out there. Yeah.
2: Uh, Bob Shackelford, I'm a local real estate broker here in Kaiser. I have my own office here in Kaiser um, on River Road, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been around here quite a while. I left for a while and came back, did a circle, I should say. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I'll explain cool. more, I guess, on that as sure. we go. Yeah. 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 Fire away, man.
0: What was Where was childhood and all that type of stuff?
2: Yeah. So I grew up uh, an Air Force brat, so I kind of lived all over as a kid in the Philippines and Nevada and California. I was born in California on the Air Force Base. My dad retired here when I was in the fourth grade. Okay. We came back here. Um, lived off of uh, Arnold Street, and I went to the original Kaiser School that was on the corner where Ross used to be. Right. And then I moved uh, and started going to Cummings my sixth grade year. And, Cummings Cougars. Yeah, Cummings Cougars. And then I went to Whitaker and McNary, of course, graduated McNary okay, in 82, uh, and worked up and down River Road as a kid, pumping gas at all the gas stations and... <laughs> Um, you know, if there was a station, I was employed at it probably, so... There you go. A couple of them at the same time, but things have changed up and down River Road since I was a kid, so uh, I used to frequent the bowling out here a lot when I was a kid. There you yeah. go. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun, and then, um, of course, I raised my kids here and then moved away for a while. Hmm. Um, yeah, just, uh, I've had a lot of jobs growing up. I was kind of one of those guys that if it wasn't a good fit for me, I moved on, so... Right um had a lot of jobs so then i uh one thing i kind of happy that we did is uh my wife and i and i had a business partner we started the game crazy stores here in salem right okay Uh, the video game stores so we ran with that for about 10 or 11 years raised our kids behind the counter selling video games yeah kind of taught them the entrepreneur way of life um then we uh we got bought out of the Game Crazy store, so we uh, I moved to Bend, bought a house in Bend, and we opened the store in Bend, and then when we got bought out, we ended up packing up the kids, and we went down to Mesa, Arizona. Okay. Chasing of, the heat. Chasing the sun. Yeah. So we were down there for about seven years, and uh, life was good. And then uh, 2004, I came down with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm. So kind of put the brakes on life.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, you know had the stem cell bone marrow transplant. Um life was good uh, until I got sick, then we kind of had to start back over, but mm. uh moved back to Bend 2009. Got my real estate license again. I had it down in Phoenix. Been selling real estate for about 23 years now. Moved back to Bend when we left, it was 25,000 people. When we went back, it was 98,000. Oh, man. <laughs> so it was sticker shock. Yeah. So it's like mini Phoenix to me. And so the traffic in Phoenix was pretty tough for me, too, as well. So we ended up moving right back here to Kaiser. Unfortunately, my grown two daughters, uh, Sarah's 33 now and Lauren's 29, they decided they liked the heat, so they moved back mm. to Arizona.
1: So, yeah, you won't find me in Arizona. Nah. I not the heat is not for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. Uh, you just live in your house in the summer, so yeah. but it was fun. Sure, good experience. Uh, I think it was that Air Force Brad in me that I just had that moving instinct in mm. me. So you know, when my wife when I said hey, I think we should move, she pretty much knew we were probably moving. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm right man. back here in yeah. beautiful Kaiser. I did a roundabout. You We've go. been back here about ten years, and you know it, it's uh, it's nice. It's really nice. It's you know they they have and not to toot my horn, but you know when when they when you go to Phoenix, they say, "Hey, you're a little fish in a big pond." But when you come back to your hometown, mm. you're a big fish in a little pond. Yep, and it's kind of nice. You know, it's nice to be recognized for the stuff I do. And anyway. Well, and and I think uh,
0: we have the most influence where we're planted, right, either early in our life and as you come back. And so uh, not unlike missions work or or whatever, I mean, we we can affect more the communities that we're in right now than moving somewhere and having to build up a reputation or, you know, service and that type of thing. So, yeah, yeah, I know, uh, you know, you're, uh, so involved in, in so many things. How about, tell us a little bit about like Minna Kaiser or, you know, one or two of the other things you're passionate about.
2: Yeah. So when I moved back, I, I joined the Rotary, uh, knew a lot of guys that I knew growing up as a kid, uh, my friends, parents that were in Rotary. So I checked into it, Nathan Bauer, and I had a meeting, and I thought it'd be a great fit. So I joined the Rotary, does a lot of community activity. You know, we built the—well, not just the Rotary, but the, they built the amphitheater. Sure. I wasn't here when that happened. But then the big toy event, mm. we were a big part a of that. Of work, yeah. And um, then I joined the chamber shortly after um, the Rotary. I started doing some volunteer work. And then I looked into the chamber. I had a business. I joined the chamber, and I thought, you know, this is a great thing. Yeah, and of course Kaiser, you know, pride and volunteerism, mm-hmm. right? Big part. So, mm-hmm. so at that point, I just uh, started just getting involved. You know, my work schedule with being a real estate broker is a lot easier than most eight to five folks that can't drop and go and help. So I get called uh, back to the Men of Action though. So, uh, Kaiser Chamber had a Men of Actions group when I signed up. And I thought, wow, this is a great thing. So I went to a couple meetings, and uh, it just it it just didn't feel right. Something wasn't right about it. We met for coffee, we chatted about the movies we watched, what series we were watching, and we mm-hmm. left. So every time I left, I went, "Is this the men of action? What are we doing? Yeah. We're not doing anything." Yeah. So I kind of made a couple comments to some people and. And kind of, unfortunately, I took over. I just thought, I can't do this. I can't come and have coffee once a week. Let's do something. So the chamber started uh, having some requests, some help, and then we started doing it. You know, so uh, Gainer, I don't know if you guys, or Gator, I don't know yeah, if you remember, remember Gator. Gator. Yeah, You know, he was right at there. the chamber and yep. he came up to me and said the same thing. He says, we got to start doing stuff. So at that point, we just kind of took off and ran with it. Uh, you know, we did the community dinner at the Catholic Church a few times. Uh, aesthetics up and down River Road, if there's a—that's a pet peeve of mine, you know. If you can't pull out of an intersection because there's a shrub that's six feet tall that should be two. Right. You know, it's a danger factor, so, you know, sometimes I should get permission, but I don't. I just go do it, so get it done. So anyway, we do a lot of stuff. We don't move people. We have moved uh, an elderly lady one time. Lost her husband, and she was going into a home. And she had a mobile up at the Arrowhead Mobile Home Park. And we grabbed a bunch of guys up there, and they had a lot of volunteers from other organizations too. So we did that that one time. But we normally don't mow people's lawns, and you know, move. You know, if they have to move, uh, we help the ladies at the library. You know, library uh, book sale yeah. every year couple times a year, help them load books in for their sale. But uh, what did we do last time? Oh, we were over here at Casa. We got a request from Casa if we'd come help put some light covers on some lights. So had about four or five guys that we showed up and did that real quick. So, you know, there's about 53 guys on an email list, Mac list, and I just shoot out an email, and if you can make it, great. If you can't, you know, it's not a big deal we usually right. have enough people to take care of it so yeah yeah you know, we like cool. it it's
0: been a good thing yeah yeah well and like anything else like it takes uh leadership and and uh, you're you're really good at at seeing things that need done you're good at uh, motivating people to get involved you know and and that's really how things get done you know you're a, a what I consider to be a, a really busy guy you know and there's that comment that We kick around all the time. If you want something done, find somebody, uh, find a busy person, uh, you know, and somehow busy people just can get one more thing done, right? Yeah. 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 Well, if you're
1: already spending, you know, 26 hours a day doing something, what's another hour, you know? Yeah,
0: it's just an an hour. hour. (laughs) It's just an
1: hour.
2: Yeah. Uh, You consider yourself an extrovert? I'm an extrovert. My wife is an introvert. Yep. That's the way it works in my household,
0: too. So, you know, uh, I tell people, Oh, like, I've known you a long time, but I'm just now meeting your wife. Well, like, I only bring her to one in maybe nine events, you know, because there's so many a week or so many a month, and – that's just not her thing. You know, she'd rather work behind the scenes and, and uh, she loves being home and that type of stuff. But she's also awesome with details, which makes a guy like me who starts a lot of projects would never finish them without somebody who's, you know, detail oriented. So that's good.
2: No, yeah. exactly. That's Tanya right there. Yeah. She uh, doesn't stop me when it's things I need to go volunteer for. Uh, so that really, that's, it's a partnership in that aspect too. You know, when I'm, asked to do things, or like when the Kaiser Fest, she knows, and that's our what used to be our anniversary weekend when we had it in May, so she knows that Kaiser Fest, I'm going to be busy for two, three weeks, so setting it up, tearing it down. So she's okay with that. So does she show up? She'll show up, but then... Yeah, she'll say hi and bye, and she's had there enough. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah,
0: yeah, she's had yeah. Enough, so. My
2: idea of a good time is 200
0: people I've never met. You know yeah. that yeah. is not my wife's idea of a good time not at all. <laughs> so
1: well, it could be. It's just that there's a timetable. Usually, it's it's that yeah, 200 people she's never met for 30 minutes, yes. and they're like there. You and go. I'm like
0: three hours. I'm still re- I'm still bouncing around, ready to go. Right? that's awesome. Yeah. So, no, everyone loves Tanya. She's a sweet gal. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, thinking back. Uh, When's the first time you
2: noticed that you were a leader? You know, I don't know if I, I've i ever looked at myself as a leader. I know mm. you say that and certain people th- say I'm a leader, but I, I guess I just don't look at myself as a leader. I just feel that um, if something needs to be done, let's get it done, get some guys to help, or, you know, if someone needs something, then I like to be there. So right. I don't know if that's a... No, I, leader. You know, I don't I want to be a leader. Is. I mean, uh, other people, some
0: people uh, don't see the need, or if they do, they don't maybe take action about it. Right? They they wait for somebody else to do it, and and that's one thing I know about you is that you you see a need, and if you have the ability, you're going to do something about it. And if you can't get it, you're going to find a few folks that you know who can, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, help. And so, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, and I also think that you know, you have that, that old comment born leader, but I I think that leadership is caught, right? And learned, uh, from others just as much, right? As, yeah. So sometimes
2: I got to be a little careful, you know, I'm a little gruff with people. I mean, they know who I am, so they're used to it in a way, but the guys that I hang with and uh, help, you know, I could name several and I, you know, we all get along the we love each other, but every once in a while it's funny. Like they'll just say, "You need to back off, lay down." You know, I mean, they're just, you know. Yeah, I'm yelling at people at the Kaiser Fest, you know, in the yeah. parking lot, and right, they're yelling <laughs> back, and you know. But I just want everything to run smooth, and they realize that, and they help make everything run smooth as well. So um, I don't like to be gruff. I think it's just the way I come across. I've had people come up to me. It's funny. I had someone on the board come up to me and that doesn't know me she's a local gal on the board and she said to me she says you know when I first met you I just thought you were I won't say the yeah, word but that, really just not the greatest cult. guy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just went wow I'm, why she goes just the way you came across and I thought okay well that's just kind of me but now as she knows me she realized what I do and and, and likes the person I am mm-hmm. but you know you can't judge a book by the cover, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, especially if you meet somebody in, in a high tension situation, like setting up or tearing down for a huge event, you know, you know you're know, yeah. you not meeting, you're not meeting the normal everyday person. You're meeting the the person who's trying to get it done. Right. So those are yeah. two different people usually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, what we say is not always what someone receives. Right. Mm. And so like, uh, we know that to be true in maybe our marriage relationships or coworker relationships that, uh, in our head, what was intended and what someone receives isn't always the same thing <laughs> yeah. right and i am a little bit like you i can be i could be maybe too direct or be perceived as as too direct you know but uh yeah so uh well uh we're we're not done learning right yeah. and uh i I love the comment that said if you' if you're done learning, you're done leading you know, and so yeah, it's always an opportunity um what uh going let's say uh the real estate industry and that type of stuff, what's something that maybe surprised you about the industry that you didn't uh think it would be that way or you didn't see something about it?
2: you know well, when I first got into real estate, uh, I was down in Phoenix, and we were flipping houses, and then uh I thought, you know I'm paying realtor fees to sell these houses, so <laughs> I get my license. Thinking, yep. wow, you know, uh, it's a tough business. You know, I I try to be mentors for new agents coming on board. It's it's tough, you know, you know we have our glory days and then we have our rough days. Yep. Uh, so I've been doing it long enough where I've I've hit bottom in real estate and I've been very successful. So you got to put the money in the bank and save it for that rainy day because uh, it's tough and. I try to mentor new agents. Um, my daughter down in Arizona, she got her license about six months ago, and she's about ready to throw in the towel. <laughs> you know, it's tough. Tough year yeah, to be exactly yeah, to be starting in the industry, right? You know, yeah. it's, a, it's not a salary job. It's not a paycheck every two weeks. It's 100% commission. It's 100% commission. So when you make one, you better put it in the bank because you might not make one for three or four months. Right, And it's tough as a new agent. And, you know, I even, as a veteran agent, you know, I have my—we all have our times. Sure. You know, we could be feast or famine, you know, lots of money or better be pulling money out of savings. Absolutely. I mean, from uh, economies to inflations to, you know, interest
0: rates, all those things dramatically affect, you know, real estate.
1: A lot of highs and lows in that industry for sure.
2: Yeah. it's. I've always thinking—I'm always thinking— What can I do if it really drops again? Right. Mm. Yeah. The people I know, who do I know that I could go get a job with? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is there um, a habit or
0: uh, a rhythm uh, that you use in your life that you think helps contribute to your personal and professional
2: success? I kind of... I'm a creature of habit. You know, I uh, I have the same routine every morning. I get up, of course, have my coffee, and then watch the morning news, and then turn everything off. And as Tanya's going to work, I kind of meditate, I would say. Like, what's what am I going to do today? Because self-employed, you have to plan your day. And That's right. And if you just get up and start watching TV... You don't get anything done. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of on a routine where I'll get up. That's why I got the office, place to go to work, of course. Yes. But, uh, I'll meditate a little bit in the morning and uh, I try to think positive thoughts because, you know, as we all with the economy and, you know, politics and things that are happening every day, especially watching the news, you start getting that downer effect in your mind and you start going down instead of keeping your you know, your thoughts high. So I try to keep positive. I know there's probably people going to be laughing about that. Um, (laughs) They're like, you need to do that more often, Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. But I try to keep positive. You know, I can't slip into that downer mode or it just, it doesn't help my life and it doesn't help my business or my my, uh, at home, I should say. Right. Yeah, I think
0: uh, along with that, I think you surround yourself with good people too, right? In the community. And so uh, i I get a tremendous amount of uh, energy and, and, and motivation from others in the community that are, that are, you know, like-minded want to, want to accomplish and serve the community. I think that's great. I, i haven 't watched the news in fifteen years, so uh, for that very reason, I just don 't think it helps my mindset so yeah. i 'm a pretty plugged in guy, so I think if something happens i 'm going to know about it throughout my day right yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but routines are are really important um, I think that's that 's crucial you know I, I like how you said you know kind of meditate and think out your day I think that's uh, that 's a good uh, tool some people. Uh, that I uh, respect, they'll close their day with writing down several things that they want to make sure they accomplish the next day. Now, I think it's a great idea. I haven't gotten myself there yet, but uh, maybe, maybe someday I will.
1: I see the benefit of that because you think usually at the end of the day is when you realize there's all these things I needed to do, and you're like, okay, so tomorrow. Because <laughs> in the morning it's like this is a new day, like there's so much time, and then it's 9 p.m. and you're like, oh. Yeah. I was supposed to <laughs> do all these things. Yeah.
2: You know, I'll tell you the biggest thing that uh, I look forward to every week, because um, I don't go to work around the office around peers. I mean, I have a few uh, agents in my office, but so I always look forward to Rotary on Thursday, yeah, and Greeters on Tuesday. Yep. You know, that's the community right there. Those are my friends. Those are people that know me. I know them, mm-hmm. and I get to meet new people that come into the chamber. You know, I can't stress more. If people have not been to the Kaiser Chamber greeters, they're missing out. I mean, it's a great way to keep your mind clean and meet great people. And Mm -hmm. I do it on a regular. I try to do it every Tuesday. Of course, there'll be some of those Tuesdays. I just can't make it. But that in itself has really, I, I, I wouldn't say made me any more business, but mentally made me right enjoyed to you know get up every morning and go hang out with my peers which are Everyone in the chamber. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: mean, the chamber has been a huge benefit to our business as well as I'm sure your business. And if you're in the United States listening to this, there is a chamber in your city that's, you know, whatever city you're in. I just looked it up. I was like, what about like in the East Coast? I typed Boston Chamber of Commerce and it exists. So, (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, for a small business especially, you know, you have a ton of network with people that are plugged in the community. A lot of people in the chambers care a lot more about the community than some other like newer businesses or businesses that are not connected. So.
0: Yeah. And I know, I know you're, you know, really involved in Rotary and so am I, you know, and, uh, I, I'm on the East Salem Rotary's board or whatever. And you're like, well, you're a Kaiser guy. I said, yeah, I get that. But, uh, and they're like, why are you there? Well, because Kevin Mannix and Marine Casey asked me to, and, <laughs> and I would do anything that those two people asked me to, not unlike many people in Kaiser, you know? And so, yeah, but, but that's a, it's a commitment for sure. It's a week, it's another weekly meeting, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, so, you know, for those of you who are out there maybe, you know, you're at getting closer to retirement and, and, and you've got a few extra hours, they, there's opportunities. There's certainly opportunities within Kaiser to volunteer, you know, uh, there's tons of wonderful organizations, uh, to just give two to five hours a week of your time that really make a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, Chamber and Rotary are just two of those uh, opportunities. So, yeah. Um, so in, in wrapping it up, what uh, what do you think is the best piece of advice or, or one of the best pieces of advice you ever got? You know, thinking back, there's nothing new under the sun. Like somebody told you something, you're like, yeah, I think that's good. I'll go do that.
2: Hmm, that's a tough question. Yeah. You know, I had a, a lot of mentors in high school uh teachers that uh knew how high strung I was and told me what I should do in life or what if I don't straighten up, how I'm gonna be in life. <laughs> no. That's good. <laughs> so uh you know, I don't know if there was one individual that actually told me something. I know my shop teacher, uh Mr. Collins in in McNary. Uh told me how talented I was in the automobile industry and I should take that and do that as a career. And, um, that wasn't, I didn't want to do that for a career, right? right? That's a tough career, but, um, I don't know if I had, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me, Hey, what I shouldn't do and what I should do. Maybe, uh, I don't know if there's been one individual. My mother, I would say would be my aspiration in life because, uh, Being a high-strung, out-of-control redhead when I was a kid, my mother, she took control. And I know this is funny, and and a lot of people my age will know what this means, but you know what a wooden spoon is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, nowadays you'd be in in trouble for that. (laughs) But, you know, my mother, I would say, is 100%. The person who made me, and my father, of course, too, unfortunately. Sure. I, we lost him last year, but very nice man, great man, taught me a lot in life. But my mother kept me in control and kept my feet on the ground. So yeah. I would say to answer that question, it'd have to be my mother. Yeah, Not what she said, <laughs> what sure. she did. No, I mean, so, that's, yeah. that's love,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well... Bob, I, we really appreciate your commitment to the community, uh, your partnership even with Valor and, and so on, uh, the, this community uh, facility, the REC and so on. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, whether they got real estate questions or Kaiser Life questions,
2: uh, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Well, you can call the chamber if you want. That's, you know, they have my number. Um, I don't know if you give your phone number on this kind of stuff or web sure. or email. If you want to, anything, you can. That's fine. So I'm at bobshack1 at gmail.com. It's there B-O-B-S-H-A-C-K, the number one at gmail.com. And my office is right on River Road. You're more than welcome to stop in anytime you want. Call me anytime you want. If I don't answer, leave a message. I'm probably busy, but... I'll get back to you as soon as I can.
1: Yeah. There you go. Well, Bob, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to our listeners for joining us. You can listen to our new podcast episodes air every Saturday at 11 a.m. on KSLM. Or you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Leading Well by Valor Mentoring.